Hello and welcome to episode 180. See, I, I, Neil is away for a week and I ruined the incre- in, words in the sentence that will eventually go into another sentence. Episode 183, folks! Yay! Yay! I'll be your host this week, which is the first time in a bajillion, kajillion years. That's a while, is, damn. Yeah, that's a long time. Uh, Neil couldn't make it this way this week because he had to go help Mike with his problem at the gym. So yeah, I heard that people weren't paying properly, so he, he, Neil has gone to sort it out. Um, I don't, I don't he, know how he's going to help, but oh, he'll find a way. Life he's, finds he's, a way. He's, he's, he's the Clive Anderson of <laughs> video games. He'll find a way. Life finds a way. <laughs> and as you can, ha, ha. as you can hear there there is some tim i'm really glad that's sticking around hey ben <laughs> hey man how are you doing today i'm okay a little busy today but uh yeah how about you yeah not too bad uh phoenix down radio celebrated two years of podcasting last night that was fun that's- that's yeah. not as long as like a billion bajillion years, no, but that's still a while. Yeah, it's still a long time. Um, and we've got a Gary with us this week again. Hey, Gary. A, a Gary. We, we threw a Pokeball oh, hey, and we not... caught it. A Gary has arrived. A Gary. <laughs> <laughs> a wild <laughs> Gary has appeared. <laughs> we did have a budget for two Garys. It requires yeah. the best Pokeball to capture. <laughs> it's, it's a Master Ball. <laughs> Wait, there. I, I I can't say that I'm like super versed in the new ones. There's nothing higher than a master ball yet, is there? No, there isn't. Master okay. There's Gary ball. The you need ball. a Gary ball. <laughs> <laughs> is it like? Is it just like the? What's it? The uh, is that what the um, the golden poker ball was that just said a G on it? Yeah, remember in the uh, Orange Island League thing? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just what a, it was. It was the Gary <laughs> ball. That's why nobody could open it. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Gary is the sword and the stone to Pokemon. <laughs> and it's there canon. You. So Gary is canon. <laughs> I'm canon I'm so in Pokemon World. <laughs> I'm Jelly. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, we've already left PlayStation and gone to Nintendo. This is what happens when Neil isn't around. So don't At least you mentioned everyone. PlayStation just now. <laughs> you mentioned PlayStation just now. That kind of counts. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, uh, as you can tell, we're... From... Anyway, so how has your week been, Tim? Uh, it's been a thing. There was some work. There were about, like, three reviews. It's been a kind of all-over-the-place week for me. Uh, super busy on that end. Nice. Uh, but apart from that, just had a lot of gaming. Like You know, the last couple of weeks, it's been... It's like, uh, I can't remember what I was playing, or I didn't really play anything, or... But this week, I actually had a billion things to do, so I got a lot of gaming in. Man, we've got so many big numbers this week. Dude, all the numbers. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about what games you've been playing later on. Anything else? Mate? Um, Not really. Talking to you guys, which is pretty cool. Poor, poor Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have friends, guys. Ah, <laughs> uh, hey. We're your friend. Yay! Yay! You are one collective friend. Thank you, guys. <laughs> friends! <laughs> Podcast friends, friends, and if you get that reference, you you are awesome. 
Uh, oh, it sounds super familiar. I'm. I don't come know. on, friend. Friend. Oh God. Football friend. Now you're just creeping everybody out, then. Now I'm just googling <laughs> it. The in betweeners. Yeah, there we go. You win. All right, Jay. Nice car. <laughs> This looks pretty good. I might have to I check this out later. I my life now. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Gary. He's I can just busy. hear Ben outside my window door. Like, friends! Let's be friends! Come on, friend! Duncan, friend! Well, the whole time you're just like, Gary, stop being outside. Just come in, man. <laughs> Don't make it weird. Just get in here. <laughs> So, oh. apart from the weirdness, how have you been today, Gary, and how was your week? Um, my week has been pretty shitty, but it's better today than yesterday. That's, oh. that's good. Yeah. Okay, we'll go straight into some news. Because that's rare for us to actually go straight into news. Normally we just ramble about chips or potatoes or random cake. Man, now that you mention it, Gary has some cake <laughs> I know, Gary that he's not sharing. Cake. My cake is delicious. And Sonic Forces has a collector's edition announced and a release date. I was really shocked that, that it was going to be released this year. For some reason, I was expecting Sonic Forces to be next year. So when Why? they announced it for November 7th, I was kind of like, whoa! Why were you expecting it to be later? Just because Sonic I, and bad history? or I just don't know. I, just, I always pictured it as a 2018 game for some reason. Hmm. I know that sounds weird, but I just... I always thought it was, like, early next year. Wait, is the collector's edition just those in-game skins and the controller skin? Oh, you spoiled all the excitement and funs, but yes, it's just those skins and the <laughs> controller skins. I ruin everything, yay! See, I thought, when I saw that, I thought, oh my god, that's an amazing-looking controller, I might have to pre-order that. And then I read skin, and then I thought, maybe not. Well, I mean, if you had just a, a, I, the thing with those skins is that I don't ever really want to put them on the controller I use for yeah. two reasons. One, I'm going to wear the shit out of it because I play a lot of games. And yeah. two, I'm probably going to tear it because I crash. I crush a lot of controllers. Too. I don't crush a lot of controllers. But oh, there's oh. always the potential. And I twist them and shit. And it's going to make the thing all like bubbly Tim and have warps and ripples and stuff. What? Tim is Hulk confirmed. <laughs> no. No, Tim I can't bust the controller. controller. I've tried a lot. I can't break a controller. I have I have no upper body strength. Yeah, the, my strength is all in my toes. So yeah, we get a Persona Five skin which looks amazing. We get a Jet Set Radio skin that looks creepy. We get a Night skin that looks amazing. We got a Super Monkey Ball skin that's less said than needed. <laughs> yes, and a pre pre whatever that is hat. Not a skin, just a hat. Just a hat. It's a Puyo Puyo Tetris, man. Come on. Yeah, but it's just a hat. Hats are cool. Hats are cool, but, you know, all the others Hashtag. get a cool little outfit. Okay, I didn't really... When I first looked at these, just skins and just add-ons, I was I didn't really look at what they were themed. They just kind of looked like weird little hats and funny things. <laughs> but now that I'm seeing what they are, like this Jet Set Radio one is super legitimate. Yeah, I, I, like, want I like the this. Persona one. Yeah, that one's pretty good too. Also, I am so behind that Jet Set Radio one, though. Mm. Also, it'll be thirty nine dollars to purchase the collector's edition. 
Dude, 40 doll hairs? Nice. 40, 40 dollars. Dog dollars. Doglas. Amarillos. Wait, that's something else. <laughs> that'd be more. That'd be really expensive. Forty amarillos. Mm. Uh, okay. But yeah, $39.99 dollars, and you'll get a controller skin and stuff. If you like Sonic Forces, original character do not steal. Then this is probably one of the ones to look into pre-ordering. Are you going to pre-order this collector's edition now, Tim? Now that you know what that jet skin radio. <laughs> jet, jet skin jet radio yeah i would like some jet skin please now that i can get jet skin for 40 dollars excuse me 39.9999 repeating i would definitely want to get this jet skin radio uh, i'm actually super seriously considering it now um before i was kind of just thinking maybe wait until you know whenever but the more i look at it the more i think about it and the more that it's jet skin i kind of need it <laughs> Yeah, Gary, what about you? Do you want some frights? Skin. <laughs> some night skin? The knight's costume. I like knights. Knights was awesome. Well, I was trying to... You like knight skin? You would. That's what I was trying to... Because I, uh, I I'd get it for the Persona one. I, I have absolutely zero desire to play Sonic Forces. <laughs> but you can make a visual <laughs> character. Please don't steal. Uh, it, it's made by Sonic Team, and they've proven to be a failure when it comes to Sonic constantly. So, um, which is ironically ooh. their name. That and the fact that <laughs> it has all the Sonics, and then you make your own. So, like, you got Shadow in here with his two fucking pistols. Hey, I like Shadow the Hedgehog. Al the Edge oh, is one of my of favorite course, games. Of course, you did, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too good. <laughs> And I really liked it on the... P- I actually played the PS2 game and I didn't mind it. Uh, Adventure- Sonic Adventures? That was an amazing game, yeah. But- Sonic Adventures was great. The Dreamcast ones were great. Yeah. Uh, not really. The Sonic okay. parts were good. Can, can you get rid of Tim from the call now? <laughs> Bye, I mean- Tim. <laughs> No, the, I I went I went back and played them pretty recently. The Sonic levels are really good. The Knuckles ones are awful. But Tim, what do you think of Big the Cat? Big the cat. Uh-huh. Yeah. You right. know, the, the big I'm... the cat, the one that will go after Froggy. Oh, that's <laughs> fine. Froggy. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Honestly, I'm super sold with this one just because there's Mecha Sonic, and I have a huge yeah. raging clue for <laughs> Mecha Sonic uh. since way back. The yeah. first time I came across Mecha Sonic versus uh, Hyper Knuckles. No, oh, no, excuse me, that was a different thing. Sonic versus Mecha Sonic. I was. I just lost it. I Sonic is into like Godzilla franchise over here, man. <laughs> I used to love Metal Sonic in the UK. Sonic the comics. They was. He was so good. Yeah, I, that I, way back in the nineties. That was good shit. I also loved their version of Super Sonic in the uh, Sonic the comics in the UK. Did you see that one uh, Super Sonic versus Hyper Knuckles? Oh no. I wore out that issue so badly from reading it so many times. I think oh, that was man. Archie, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. We had a different company that did it here, uh, Fleetway. Uh, oh. It was really good. They made Super Sonic like a twisted, confused, evil version of Sonic. Yeah. And they actually split apart uh, in one point, so it ended oh. up being Sonic versus like Super Sonic and stuff. And oh, then damn. they trap him into a different universe. It's like, uh, they ca- yeah, the Chaotix. 
Yeah, it's really. I used to love that, and but they made even made Doctor Robotnik win in one of it for one of their issues. Ooh, I'm gonna read that now. Um, yeah, and he was he's mostly because he was still called Doctor Robotnik and not yeah. Mister Eggplant. <laughs> Eggman. You must have liked the Werewolf Sonic too, Ben. I never played that actually. Oh, that uh, Wii game. Yeah. A Wii game. It was on the PS3 too, man. Sonic on the Wii. Oh. oh, it was. I heard it was okay. Like. <laughs> Seven on ten. Oh, why are we even talking right now? Because Sonic. I, that's what I heard. Publishing. I can't really vouch for it. I'm just saying things that I saw. You want you got a Sonic out of ten? A Sonic out of ten, so that's bad. A yeah. Sonic team out of ten? Yeah, Sonic team out of ten. <laughs> Woof. Trash. Anywho, anyway, zero that's... desire to play Sonic Forces. Zero. Okay. I can zero. respect your opinion though, because Sonic Team has proven themselves. Pretty In a bad. bad way. <laughs> Pretty bad. But you should all go get by Sonic. Uh, Sonic. Oh, God damn it! Now I forgot my head. Uh, Mania. 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 Stupid forces have, a... have stolen my head. Does it have a jet skin radio skin or? It, it can if you mod it on PC, I guess. Oh, I'm not that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, With I all am, the DRM goodness. <laughs> Mm, delicious DRM. Mm. Derm. Dermatologist. Anyway, yeah. let's go to some really super positive news. That's that won't piss anyone off at all, uh, at all ever. <laughs> this will be news that won't annoy any com- any sort of fan base. That's that's for certain. It's definitely not just because I'm a PlayStation podcast and I want to say this just to piss people off. But no, that's not why. <laughs> Um, it seems Michael Patcher says, don't believe Xbox One X fastest pre-order story. Basically saying the fact that people didn't really pre-order the original Xbox because it was their first you know, step into the console market. The Xbox 360 didn't get much pre-orders because of the fact that it wasn't hyped as much. But the Xbox One, because after the Xbox 360, everyone's hyped. Yeah, a lot of people hyped for a new Microsoft console, so it got more pre-orders than before. Hence why all the hype and the pre-orders. So it might not be the fastest pre-order of all times. But this is one it, of the few times I can like understand what Michael Pactor's trying to say. But it's Michael Pactor, so obviously he's, it's the opposite of what he said. So Xbox One is now confirmed the fastest selling console ever. <laughs> Will outsell the you... Wii and PS2 combined. <laughs> yep, that's, Wii, that's Wii how it's going to be. We st- we st- <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't, Ben. Oh my god. But yeah, so, you know, I was really tempted recently to buy an Xbox One. Because um, my local store near me had the original Xbox One for 99 squids. That's a lot of squids. Where do you keep finding squids? <laughs> but I have 10 squids saved up to be 89 squids. So, 89 squids for a console is not too bad at all. Remember, Tim, he summoned Cthulhu and killed him. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was last time, wasn't it? So, he's got plenty of squid over there. (laughs) Maybe that's what's sitting outside your window. (laughs) No, French! But, yeah. So, yeah, 99 squids, it's it's not a bad price for a console, that. But, at the same time, there's not really anything I want to purchase on the Xbox One. Um, so what That's do you think catch. of the, the pre-orders, the fastest of all? They've got like sonic speeds. They've got hypersonic pre-orders. <laughs> you... 
<laughs> you mean Sonic the Hedgehog for PS3 launch? That good? Oh, uh, yeah, that good. Yeah, that good. 2006. Yeah. 2006 Sonic. So bad. That's how good it is. I don't know. I, I say that, but Sonic Generations crashed my PS3 and gave it yellow live death. Oh, my. Here are you supporting Sonic games. <laughs> I rented it from... Um, I know this will be a mythical place that people might not have heard of before, but I rented Sonic uh, Generations from Blockbuster. Man, those were the days, weren't they? <laughs> and I was. I, I spent I, a lot of money to hate a game. Yeah. I finally unlocked Super Sonic after spending all the time, and as I transformed into Super Sonic, my PS4, PS3 turned into Super Yellow Light of Death. Oh my god! I literally jumped, but, pressed it twice, went Super Sonic, and then crashed and got Yellow Light of Death. So your console went hypersonic, <laughs> and it was done. <laughs> So I had to open up the console itself to get the disc out. Confirmed PS3 can't handle hypersonic state. <laughs> supersonic, not hypersonic, yeah, supersonic. Yeah. I don't know my terms, huh? I'm really uh, bad at fan base. Don't character, please don't steal. <laughs> Hashtag. So yeah, what do you think of Xbox One being the fastest ever pre-ordered console of all times? Uh, Gary. <laughs> of all time? Of all times. All times. I thought, I Even the future just, times. Oh, that haven't happened yet. I thought it was just this holiday of all time. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, it's Michael Packer, so there's got to be a ton of hyperbole around it. I mean, if, if Microsoft came out and said it, I'd laugh even harder. It just but... says, oh, Michael, saying that this is the fastest pre-order. Yeah. I'm reading it now. The fastest pre-order console and Xbox histories. Um, I'm pretty sure that would be the um, probably the 3DS <laughs> has that in the bag. Maybe even the PS2. I highly doubt the. I really uh, think the PS2 about pre-ordered the 360, uh, the, 360, <laughs> the 3DS well, because yeah, the 3DS like, uh, the 3DS had so much yeah, negative around it when it first launched, especially in Europe. Yeah, you know, people complain about, oh, it will hurt those poor youngins' eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, was, this, that's just terrible. I don't even know why he would even say that. I mean, I don't see anybody going out and saying how fast its pre-orders are going out, so I don't know where the story even came from for him. You know what uh, would be the most pre-ordered console ever made if it was stocked enough? The SES Mini. <laughs> It's very true. Oh man, if only there were more than five. <laughs> if only we could have seven. Oh man, maybe maybe two more people, maybe probably one more. Probably not, because I'm pretty sure the same person I mean, by all we, seven. If we go to ten, we're just shooting to the moon, that's impossible numbers to reach. Ten very <laughs> old consoles on a cheap hardware. Nobody can do that. Nobody. Not even the moon. Or but, supersonic. Not anybody. <laughs> Superman yeah, the, would look at that and go, that's impossible. And the only evidence I see of it pre-ordering very well is that it reached number one on Amazon. Congratulations, um, most places do that. Most things do that. Yeah, but I don't know if it's still as number one right now. I haven't looked recently, but I know that the that Scorpio edition, which is the same console as <laughs> Scorpio, is selling pretty well because I don't know why people want that so bad. Probably to resell it 
in two different years. Uh, the launch edition, isn't it? It's like a special launch edition. Yeah, it just has Project Scorpio it's on like it. It's like the original Xbox One that had the day one edition. Yeah. So it's pretty much the same thing. I know that one is selling because it's special, I guess. But Plus, they can't really put day one edition on it again. Xbox One X, the rebranded Xbox One console, day one edition. At this point, they can do whatever the hell they want. It's not going to help them. I still hope that the sequel console is called the Xbox One 2. They're, they're just too far behind now to really catch up to anybody at this point. I don't know, they might catch up to the, the Switch. Switch is, Switch is getting close to outselling all-time sales now at As this said, point. They might it's catch fun. the Switch up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like you said, if Nintendo can actually supply the Switch even yeah. for this holiday, which I guess some news came out that they're planning on boosting production. Yeah, like you should from five production to day seven. One. <laughs> <laughs> seven? No. <laughs> There's no way they could get to ten now, is there? That's just no. No. Shoot for the moon. Shoot for the moon. Womp. But yeah, I, I think the story is stupid to begin with, since nobody's really said that is the fastest pre ordered console except for him. It's the fastest so. one except for the if you don't count handhelds. <laughs> or or technically not consoles. Yeah, or Nintendo. I guess. If you don't count other brands, then yes, you're right. <laughs> so, Tim, what do you think of the Xbox One X, Z, Y, the best, fastest console ever made by Microsoft? What do I think of it? What do you, what do you think of the sales? Do you, do you think it deserves these pre-orders? Do you think it got them for reasons? I don't know. Uh, from my perspective, it's like a really super high-powered car that doesn't have keys. <laughs> so what you're saying it's like if I went out and bought a super high powered car but I, as I can't drive I can just sit there and look at it yeah I mean yeah that's pretty much I've had an Xbox <laughs> I've actually purchased two X-Bones over the course of the time it's been around but for discounted prices of course because I didn't really want it either time but whatever anyway I bought it I played a game and I thought maybe this is kind of cool but then man no. Man, the, the first time I bought it, I wanted 14. to get it for... Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Anything that doesn't have <laughs> Final Fantasy fourteen is utter trash. And Man, like, yeah. PC just gets a pass because it has fourteen. Yeah, PC's fine. Which, yeah, I mean, it's okay. They were tempted to put on the Switch, so that's fine. Wait, are, are they really? They was talking about it at one point, yeah. Day one. <sighs> Fab. <laughs> But just at the same time as they released the Android app, which was announced like last year and has now been delayed to next year, so. Wait, Android app for what? So you can chat with people on your phone rather than logging in and access your market board and stuff. Oh, cool. So kind of like WoW Armory. Yeah. But that's been in development for about like two years. Who has that budget? Damn. Square Enix. I mean, they spent ten years on uh, Versus, so... Can I borrow their wallet? <laughs> you have an in. Like, they all know you somehow, so <laughs> you ask them something? I wish. I wish. They listen to the podcast? Oh, here, Ben! Huh, millions of dollars! Huh. I... I and wish. some code. <laughs> and some code. 
And some codes. And some I wish I was bad sometimes. I don't wish I was me most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and we're over here just wanting what you have. Ah! A Chinese place that's right next door that takes two hours to deliver. Man, that's the dream. It's <laughs> oh, the dream everyone has. That's yeah. and you know what the dream that everyone else has is that Dead Rising Four has come to the PS4, and includes all DLCs. Who are these people that dream this? They're called people I feel bad that won for... games from Capcom at last. Man, I feel bad. For these <laughs> it's like dreaming for trash. Hey, hey, some people want trash. And Sweet that's easy to trash. notice by the name of this game. Dead Rising 4, <laughs> big, uh, Frank's Big Package. <laughs> another, pro- another proof that the size doesn't matter. Yeah. Whoever yeah, told you that, that is how big lying. It is if you're really bad at using it. <laughs> Whoever told you that is lying. <laughs> I think it was you, Gary. <laughs> I was lying to you. I was trying to make you feel better. <laughs> oh, oh. Ah. <laughs> ah, my feels. Uh, it's, uh, here's all the exciting stuff. It includes Dead Rising 4, which I know being the fact it's called Dead Rising 4, Frank's big package, it's very shocking that it includes Dead Rising 4. It includes Capcom Heroes, an all-new way to experience Dead Rising 4 story that lets our hero, Frank Best West, wear over a dozen outfits. And there's also some other stuff, but the outfits are the only important part. Uh, download the content, costumes and weapons from the stu- stocking stuffer Halley pack. Additional single pack content, Frank Rising, where he gets more costumes. And more production in Super Ultra Dead Rising 4 Mini Golf HD, high quality, whatever. Super Ultra. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have one criticism of this whole thing. It, I mean, I get that they have... Dead Rising 4 in the name of this thing because Dead Rising 4 is in there. Yeah. But in that whole thing that you went through, I don't see anything called Big Package. What if What's the more? point? I don't get it. I don't get it. Where's the Big Package? Ooh, Are I they lying? More stuff. All bonus content is Street Fighter Outfit Pack, My Bloody Valentine Pack, Candy Cane Crossbow, The Slice Cycle, The Sir Isolot, The Ugly Winter Server, and The X-Fists. And yet still no Big Package. Yeah, what the hell? But we have Fists. Some okay. X-Fists. XCOM. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. XCOM. (laughs) I can imagine Neil right now is rolling his eyes. It's like, and I'm gone. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, Felicia. (laughs) Uh, But seriously, there's no big package in this whole thing. I think big package just means that it's all the DLC added together to make a big package. It's like these stuff game like he's put socks down his trousers <laughs> yes that and it's it's that substantial too because i don't want to play this so yeah everyone you want to know what dlc is it's like stuffing socks down your pants <laughs> it's like stuffing socks down your pants. in a lot of cases yes it's just you're buying something fluff. that does nothing you're buying something that does nothing. <laughs> you know, I'm going to our podcast title. <laughs> You're buying something that does nothing? No, it's like sticking socks down your pants. Oh, man. This is great. 
this is why Bill uh, can't leave me in charge. <laughs> because things get great. Is that what it is? Oh. Uh, okay. I want to do a little bit of seriousness because of watching that um, Dad of Light with seriousness recently. Because it is a very it's it's a funny show, but there is some bits that do hit you pretty hard, especially if you've been through some of it yourself. Um, especially later on, where it's I don't want to say anything, but yeah, I had to oh, stop the, for a moment. The Netflix show, yeah, yeah. And I want as much as I've been insulting this game for looking like the Return of the Yellow Lanterns. I know Gary was a big fan of the original, so I thought I might as well bring this article up as well. Uh, Middle Earth Shadow of War DLC honors deceased Monolith Death. Uh, Middle Earth Shadow War developer Monolith has revealed that it's honored a deceased team member by including a special character in the upcoming fantasy action RPG. Uh, Michael Ford, who served as an executive producer of Monolith, tragedy passed away at the age of, away of passed away of cancer, aged forty three in two thousand sixteen. And as someone that's lost a lot of people in his family from cancer, cancer is horrible. Mm-hmm. Players, yes, it is. But this next bit. Players will encounter him if they purchase the Fort Hog Oxlade DLC. Purchase. It should be free. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> if they really want to, like, honor this person, have it as free extra content for everybody. Where it appears as a chicho character and occasionally one-hit kills whoever you're battling against at the time. It's a fitting tribute, but yes, it's sweet and all, and I think it's a lovely idea to do something like this. But I, I guess well, actually, here we go. Marvel will be charging three ninety nine for the DLC. Wait, the currency changes in this own right? Three pound ninety nine for the DLC, and then three fifty dollars will go to the family from every purchase from now until December thirty first, twenty nineteen. So at least most of the money goes to the family. I'm sure. I'm sure the rest of it goes to Sony for having it on there. Yeah, because they Sony has to make money. So yeah. it, I, I'm totally down for that. Yeah. I mean, if the proceeds go to his family, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah that's very different than just putting it behind another wall to pad yeah. their wallets because that's how this game has been so far. So seeing something like this yeah. is actually kind of a nice change of pace. It's nice, yeah. but the same way, I, uh, the idea of paid DLC dedicated to someone just feels a bit weird. It's nice, it just feels a bit strange. But Is it, it just him? Or is it like content too? Like no, it's him. And I guess he kill he he like kills everything in one hit when he appears. Yeah. So he breaks the game. There's <laughs> like a cheat button that randomly appears. It's like Odin in Final Fantasy. I want that life. But yeah, yeah. cancer is a horrible illness, and yeah, one day we'll get rid of it. Hopefully. Man, we've taken a serious turn. I guess we'll go to something else. Uh, there's a lot of rumours of Destiny 2 coming out next week that it'll not have a co-op campaign. Now it has a co-op campaign. Now it's got this. Now it's got that. Have you guys heard about all the rumours that only has six strikes? Uh, no, launch? I haven't. I've been honestly trying to keep myself as distant away from it oh, so I can... sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll... No, no, it's it's fine. But if it's if this is actually kind of... This is, I was trying to just keep it so that I, the content was fresh, but if it's going to be so limited like that, that's kind of... Uh... Well, Wait, six what strikes, is it? 
six strikes for us in Destiny 2. No. Uh, uh, but five strikes for every other console because we get the exclusive one because we're PlayStation. Um, but at the same time, everyone's complaining about that, but there is so much more extra content in Destiny 2 compared to Destiny 1 that you don't need to do strikes for. You've got the adventures, you've got the new heroic public events, you've got the new Nightfall rewards, you've got loads of stuff. Oh, that's right. And I'm sure all yeah. those uh, all those strikes have the, the heroic versions too, right? Yeah, probably. Well, not now at launch. Because the heroics not me a lot but harder than the... Oh, sure. But we got the... Because you got um, hero... You know the public events that used to spawn randomly? You yeah. Know, uh, but now you have heroic versions which drop, like, almost raid-level gear. Ooh, and give got, me that. So, you know, it's like... Yeah, there's a little less content at the end, but there's so much other different types of content to pad it out compared to just, just doing strikes. Because they could add a bajillion, you know, like 10 or 20 strikes, but you'll still repeat the same ones over and over again. I'd rather them focus on having a spread of content than the same content. So, yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'd say that's a bit better for the news while we're actually being efficient. What? 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 How are we being so efficient? We've gone through four articles already. This is not new. This is not not with like one and a half articles, and then we ramble about chips or something. I guess without Tim, we have no reason to ramble, so we just end up actually focusing for once. Yeah, without Tim, good point. (laughs) (laughs) Man, Tim sucks. Without Tim, it's great. (laughs) We love you, Neil. New DualShock Four pads confirmed for Europe. Crystal controller, yay! Red and blue like controllers, to, yay. I would like to say that those also are confirmed for the US, so... Yay! Congratulations. Yay, we got oh, things coming. Oh, those are ugly as shit. Why does anybody want those? I'm kicking... I'm blocking Gary from this podcast now. <laughs> Bye! Bye Dude, who the hell wants to look inside your controller? Oh, look, I can see through my controller. I love that! But you can see the, the, the vibrating coil thing. Yeah, I always see true organized. <laughs> oh my god I can make a I... really bad joke right now but I'm not... I don't think you have to now it's done, yeah. Sorry, done. It's done. <laughs> but seriously I always enjoy AC through like controls and consoles and stuff like that I don't know I just always it's something I always enjoyed so you don't like them all Gary I don't like I don't like controllers where you can see through them I really don't I think it's cheap and they just save money on a paint job. What about you, Tim? Do you do you like to see your nakedness of your controller? <laughs> it's I like to see what it's all about. <laughs> I like to see what it's all about. Um, I'm also super sold on the fact that these are can be wired, wire connected as oh, opposed no. to wireless as well. But I think all the pro ones are like that. I think I have yeah. to double check. And I have one, so I'm like not without, but I also like this the clear aesthetic to be perfectly honest well my controller is kind of sort of yeah I've had it since launch so Um, instead of giving me these controllers I'd rather get all the different color controllers they have in Japan no you won't have those I want those (laughs) but yeah I wish we got like as I said earlier with Sonic Forces yes we get a a Sonic stickers for our controller, but I would rather just they just bump the price and make a controller. 
other that'd be nicer for me, you know, with it actually being part of the paint job than just sticking it on. Uh. Oh, wait a second. What's up? Tim has found something important. Oh, I guess you can do it with all of them, or no, a certain model of them. It's probably the yeah, you know, when the pro came out. Cause I know I'm mine, thinking so. I don't think mine can. Uh, it'd be in settings, devices, controllers, and then communication method. If there's no communication method, then you can't. But you Where can use it? the USB cable to uh, settings, settings, devices, controllers, controllers, and then communication method. Nope. Okay, it must be a pro thing then. Okay, cool. I've just got uh, volume control, enable vibration, and then change of the brightness. Enable that vibration, bud. Always do. Got Always. Vibration. Good vibrations. Good vibrations. <laughs> uh, I think that's a song. I think so. We won't sing it just in case we get copyrighted. Copyrighted. Oh, good point. Claim <laughs> the, the rights of the copy. <laughs> How to infringe by, by us. <laughs> anyway, How so... to get close without going over by us. <laughs> so, okay, let's go with what have you been playing this week? Uh, Tim, what video games have you played? Vidya. I've been playing... I played some Windjammers, which is pretty good, other than the fact that I'm bad at it and other people like to kick my ass online. But, man, that game is so intricate for an arcade game, dude. I had so much fun during the alpha test. Closed alpha test a long time ago. Mm. Mm. But uh, actually, I think now the embargo's lifted on it, so I can talk about how uh, my time with uh, Yes Eight, Lacrimosa of Dana, and mm, I'm pretty close to having that written. But man, it's a lot of positive. Because, you know, it's, it's a Yis game, so it's going to be all based on combat. But it's not just combat this time around. They, they, it's, it's also a 3D game, so they kind of up the ante on all fronts. But they also put in a, a pretty interesting story that's not, like, super consistent. It has some weird, like, quirks along the way and some, like, weird things that kind of keep things moving. I don't know. Um, but... For the most part, the story is pretty decent, especially when compared to other ones. You know, it's like uh, Adol would walk in into this, you know, this new place that he's exploring, and they would say, "Oh, look, the the red-haired destined person has come in. He can do whatever the hell he wants now. Congratulations, help us fix this thing." And that's how every game has been. But this one is where all of the, this. He's on this ship, the called the Lombardia, and the ship is attacked just outside of this cursed island offshore of this cursed island and everybody on the ship you know everything goes down they all get stranded on the island and it's your job as part of the the team the isolated team to find the rest of the crew on the island as much as many of them as you can and then you know as in prime fashion with this games you're supposed to go and unlock as much of the island and do all these things and fight all these things and there's just a ton of bosses i mean it's it's huge content wise for yes games but it has a lot of like, story elements that you'd find in games like Legend of Heroes. In fact, I it took me a little while to see the parallels, but there are a lot of things in that game that revolve around some of the patterns in 
the Legend of Heroes games. And for a little while, I was really put off just because it's kind of a, a formulaic thing that I'm beginning to see. And I saw it in Tokyo Xanadu uh, earlier this year. And I know it's all the same company, but it's getting kind of repetitive in that front. Like similar menus, similar uh, story elements, similar plot formatting like it's all six chapters with a conclusion and an epilogue which is really kind of a weird sort of thing for me but honestly though the the story itself hasn't been like super filler there's always a lot of things going on and apart from like i said apart from the the weird little quirks along the way narratively speaking and some of the motivations and stuff not really adding up too well the it's it's pretty good Especially considering the Yes games really don't have much of a story at all, outside of like, "Hey, look, Destin guy, do the thing. Cool, thanks." But yeah, is um, he still silent? <sighs> How do, um, you played Legend of Heroes? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, you know how he talks all the time. Uh, yeah. Green. Yes. Uh, in this one, your uh, Adel has has like he says things when you make a choice. Like he'll, like, it won't be the choice either. It's really peculiar. Like he has a voice and he talks like during combat and stuff, but you don't hear him having like open dialogue with people. He just kind of responds to them with these, like, oh, "Hey, we'll terrible. get this done." Yeah, um, he but, used to be just like this mute little boy who never talked. Yeah. I mean, he has a voice, but he doesn't talk like everyone else. Everyone else kind of just fills in the blanks and does things. And it's more or less just him saying, like, oh, what's a good example? In this one conversation I had with somebody, I was responding to her, and the dialogue was something like, um, you've, you've come a long way from where you were, I think is what it was. Or you've, you've, you've grown up a lot, something like that. And he says, hey. Like, he just says, like, hey. He doesn't actually say the line. He says something that's kind of in line with it, but he doesn't actually say the words that you make him say. So I wouldn't say that he's voiced, but he's not mute. I don't know. It's it's peculiar. Like I think they're trying to do a little bit of both worlds to keep everything copacetic, but yeah. He does have lines and stuff in combat, but it's more like, ha, yeah, let's go, and stuff like that. But mm. yeah. I know what you mean, though. Like, I thought about that for a little while, but um, also, what's his name? The companion that he always has with him, the blue-haired guy. Uh, I don't remember. Dogi. I think it's in the last couple ones. Uh, he's had Dogi with him. Uh, Dogi's in this one as well, but he's just a companion in the, the little like town you make, which is kind of weird to start off with, but yeah. Um, and apart from that, yeah, the game itself is, yeah, I, I, I won't give you the review score just because, you know, yeah, but like, I'm going to talk about a lot of these things in the review. I, I don't know. It's, if you want a really good action-y game, it's right up there. But if you want a pretty RPG, you're not going to find it here. And I don't want to say that it's not pretty because the colors and stuff are super vibrant but this is clearly a game that they made with the vita in mind so the ps4 version looks very very tame 
Yeah. Very tame. But you, I only really pay attention to it when I'm talking with people or there's a cutscene or things like that because it's just, you know... Like well, that was one of the downsides with Legend of Heroes. Like they have this really cool, intricate plot line, but the characters themselves are very rigid and unanimated. That they don't really reflect what's going on, and then it's really hard to convey that kind of energy. And that's the same thing here. But I would say even the budget is lower, so some of the things are weird. Some of the writing is a little weird. So, like the quality on that end is not as great as it could be. And I don't want to make this sound really bad because it's really not. There's a lot there and a lot to experience and a lot to do. And it's very fun, but um, it's really the combat that looks the best just because the bosses are very cool looking and the the enemies in general are very cool looking. In fact, a lot of the enemies look better and more detailed than most of the characters themselves. And it's kind of weird. In fact, I took a screen out of it because it really threw me off. I caught this epic fish kind of early. And I took and you know when when you catch it, it the, your character that you're fishing with because you can fish with any of the char- any characters you can take out with you, but um, the the character will hold it up, show you that it caught it, and you know you get all the stats and stuff for the fish. But the fish looks very detailed, where the character looks just very like anime, and it's really weird juxtaposition. <laughs> um, and that's kind of how it is throughout the whole thing. The anime enemies look better. Than the characters, but I mean, if you're flying around doing stuff, you're not going to see it as much, right? So you're going to be focused on other things, and that's where I think it gets away with it. But since there's so much time with dialogue and talking, and uh, a lot of time spent in the in your base, it's you're gonna you're gonna notice it a lot. And it was very off-putting at the beginning because there's this a lead-in that takes a little bit, and you're just kind of staring at it for a while. Um. But yeah, um, I think apart from that, the only other quip I would have to say is that you know, with with a lot with all the other Yis games, all the all the con- all the camera work is done from above, so they don't have to do any of the fancy 3D rendering, and they don't have to do any fancy like 3D camera work at all. Um, but this is all 3D, so you have one of the consequences of being in a 3D environment. Uh, it's dealing with the camera being behind your character. And I would say that this game has the camera t- a little too close, and it's not terrible because they have on-screen views that show where enemies are, but it's all loose, and it's kind of in this weird circle that doesn't really do many favors. You kind of get used to it. I don't know. Um, but the camera being so close is kind of off-putting. Um, yeah, considering there's a lot going on around you, especially the further along you go, um, which is where the, the advantage of having the over-the-cap camera was almost better in the original games. But, I mean, the combat itself is still super responsive. You still have access to a ton of abilities that you can mix and match and things like that. And switch in, switch in characters live, no lag on that end. It's, it's great. Like, it still feels like one, but it still has some, it has some growing pains with the transfer. And it's not terrible, but I mean, it's, they're, they're there. So you played a lot of these, Gary? Um, yes, I played, uh, I played them back when they first came out on the Super Famicom. Oh, shit, um, way back, okay. Yeah, I don't remember, I don't think they ever released them on, in North America, so I had to, like, ROM them up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was the only way to play them. But then they decided to re-release uh, all the original ones on the PSP. Yep. Um, and they started with um, the Oath Oath of something. I don't remember what it was called. Oath of like, uh, Salsetta? No, no, that's... Felgana, Felgaia, something like that. I don't remember what it was called. But it wasn't very good. <laughs> That one, um, I think it was one of the newer ones they made when they decided to bring the franchise back. Yeah. Um, and then about two, three years later, they decided to redo like um, the original one. So they started with, I think, three, and then they went backwards. So three, and then they did two, and then one, and then we got Origins just recently that came out. Yep. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed those games. And then you had the one for, for the Vita that came out... Uh, the the Yi Seven, I believe it was called. Yeah, uh, Felgana, right? Or Felgata? No, Soestia. So Soseta. Yeah, that was the Vita one. That was yeah. the one where you had like three people and you run around. It was like an RPG. Um, yeah, I've always enjoyed them. I I thought they were pretty cool. You know, this, the redhead carry has amnesia and just travels the world, and he never seems to remember anything from his past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, oh. he, he has like he has like a super wiped brain. I feel bad for him. Yeah, like every yeah. game he goes into, he has like no memory of anything. Yeah, it's like he's got Alzheimer's in every game, and he just doesn't remember anything. It's sad. Because yeah. um, he goes through some shit. He sees a lot. Yeah, and then he just doesn't remember it the next game. <laughs> we uh, remember, but he we doesn't. we remember. Did yeah. you play? Uh, oh man, my first one was Ark of Napishtim. I saw that one on PSP way, way back. But that was my first exposure. And that one was hard. That game kicked my ass daily. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that this one is definitely easier. But it has yeah. difficulties. So it's it has di- uh, different uh, difficulty rankings and stuff. So, I mean, you can, you can get that genuine GIS feel with higher difficulties. Or you can just have the, the action RPG feel with easy and kind of normal. Yeah, and and uh, who who's the the owners of that franchise? I always forget. Falcom. Yeah, that that's what. Yeah, Falcom. Sorry. Yeah, that's one of their most prized licenses. So they're yeah. very iffy about ever giving it. Like they have a partnership with Exceed, which is fantastic. I'm happy about that. Um, oh, that explains some of the additions and changes. To be perfectly honest, that. Because it's Exceed? Yeah. Like, it, it has a lot of patterns and menus and stuff that is that you'd find in Legend of Heroes. Uh-huh. It, yeah, I, I feel like it was just ripped out of there. And the same thing happened with Tokyo Xanadu. Menus were pretty much the same. <laughs> uh, the exposure, the formatting, like per chapter, <laughs> you'd have stuff within, within each chapter that you could only do in that chapter, you know, things like that. Very yeah. Legend of Hero formatting and yeah i mean it's a decent format and it it adds length and girth to the game but there are times where there's plenty of feeling of filler and the yes games don't really have that it's all about you know your exploration so it's kind of weird for the game to kind of like throttle you in certain parts and then kind of thrust you into others and it's a different pacing and I, I mentioned it's part of the growing pains with its change to 3D, but it's not it's not bad. It's not all bad, and in fact, 
so it's so much fun. I I played yesterday. I think I started at like nine in the morning, and I didn't really look up again until it was like eight at night. So I mean, there's an addictive mentality to it, and it's engrossing. You can upgrade all your you can upgrade your weapons, and it's very simplistic. You don't have to get like a bunch of different weapons like it is in other games. You just get one weapon, and you buy you unlock more things to make them better. Uh, by beating bosses, you just get these like fire hearts, I think fire stones, and you give them to your blacksmith, and then that the blacksmith becomes more cool of making better weapons, and you just upgrade them with supplies and stuff. After that, you don't have to go out and find different weapons, things like that. It's very streamlined, but it has a lot of stuff you can do, and that's kind of how everything is when it comes to upgrading. It's very streamlined, but there's still a lot you can get into. Yeah, uh, I remember that the Ark of Nephesto was the was the one that I played. Okay. Well, the one where they brought it back. They released it on PS2, but I got the PSP version. Yep, that's where I started too, where you had to have the, the fire and ice swords and swap around and stuff. Yeah, and it was really weird. I wasn't too big of a fan of that one. <laughs> yeah, that was the game that kicked my ass all day. Yeah, and then, and then the Oath of Felgana was the one where they decided to re-release the old ones on the PSP, mm-hmm. and they went backwards. <laughs> so that one is gen- generally older than... The arc, yes. Okay, because like with the way that they released a lot of them around the PSP and Vita time, I'm really lost on which numbers which. Somehow we got yeah. to eight. The Ultra Fogano was the third used game. It was a remake of the third one, and then they did um, Origins, I believe it was. No, not Origins. Uh, Damn, what was it called? They released three of them on PSP, but they went yeah. backwards. Um, yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, PSP was a great time for Yes. And I get it going yeah, again. Seven, and then the Oath of Philgana, and then uh, Chronicles 1 and 2. There it is. Yeah, that's the order. They, yeah, so they went, they remade uh, the third one, Philgana, and then they released uh, Yes 7. After that, which is the seventh game. And then they did Chronicles, which was the first and second game. And then Chronicles, obviously. Okay, one and two. What were those originally on, one and two? Um, They were really old school. I believe they were... Uh, probably just PC. Maybe one of the very older consoles before NES, I believe. Man. It's like yeah, the very first world. one was like an 85 to 87. I don't remember what it was. Whew. It's an old yeah. franchise. Ancient, ancient Yeast Vanished, 1987. Man, yeah, this franchise is as old as I am. Yep. <laughs> like Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, you see, like I'm looking at it right now. Like The last one they made was 95. And they didn't make another one until the Ark of Nephestum in 2003. Man. 13 years. No, not 13 years. Sorry. Nah. Eight years. Eight years. It was in a hiatus for eight years. Yeah, good stuff. It's a great franchise. 
Where's that alternative saga game? Where is that? Was that just a Japanese game that never came over? Probably. <laughs> Sounds about. Oh, right. it was a fighting game. Yeah, so definitely. Oh, okay, I see. But yeah, uh, enough about me. What about enough you, Gary? Time. What have you been playing? Enough about me. I'm boring. <laughs> uh, the only game I've been playing uh, is Uncharted: The Lost Legacy. Oh yeah, you um, feels about that. Yeah, I heard it's pretty bad. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> hey, I'll insult any content I get. Uh, it's not. It's not bad. It's a good game, but like it's. But what about the AI, Gary? Okay, yeah. So the AI is absolute garbage. Artificial uh, intrusion. As as <laughs> Tim and I yeah, talked he... about it yesterday a little bit. You really see just how bad it is on like the crushing difficulty. Do you play on crushing? He yeah, crushes the crushing. Hashtag. Um, like, yeah, Nadine is terrible in every way. Like, she literally gets in my way all the time. Like, oh. I'm trying to run from enemies and she's running into me and she just stands right in front of me and then I die. Oh, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, that was definitely a thing. <laughs> I, there, okay, um, you know, uh, the part near the end where you have the there's a helicopter and it's shooting at you a lot well spoilers dude i'm it's a it's a <laughs> helicopter like helicopters happen in uncharted i'm not i don't think i'm spoiling too much it's a high d <laughs> what's the russian gunship doing here <laughs> liquid runs in what's a run ship god damn it i can't even do it what's a run ship okay what's I'm, a run I'm ship doing here <laughs> that's a good question i'm done okay what now anyway um uh, at the end when you when you're fighting a bunch of a bunch of annoying guys which is pretty much like every fight in crushing um i got into one of those big cars and i kind of hid in there with a rocket launcher and just waited for them to come to me because that was how their ai is like they, they just come to you they're dumb they're not complicated in this one and it, that was very frustrating this uh, difficulty reminded me a lot of the very hard difficulty in Mass Effect 2. The AI just threw a big number of enemies at you that just rushed as opposed to them being complicated, challenging AI. Yeah. By the so way, I just talk cheesed about, it. Talk about difficulty stuff. Uh, there's been a thread on NeoGAF based on Twitter where someone's been asking, you know, the behind the scenes on certain, you know, certain things in games. And one of the developers for GoldenEye and something else said the fact that uh, there could be four or five characters on the screen, but actually, although it looks like they're shooting at you, only two are ever programmed to shoot at you at the time. At the same time? Yeah, if you've got more than four or five on screen, uh, only two will actually be shooting at you. The rest will actually won't be shooting actual bullets, they'll just pretend to be shooting at you. Holy shit! And some what? Stuff. Yeah, it's quite interesting thread that's been going on. Like in, I want to check that out. Holy yeah, shit! Like in uh, first-person shooter games, when you turn your back away from the enemy, their chance to hit you actually gets decreased because you're not looking at them. Is that a thing with every game, or is this all just GoldenEye? No, every game. They loads of different companies have brought. Like, but someone from Bioshock pointed out the fact that uh, your last bit of health is actually more than it looks like. To make it look like you could survive, your last little health, last bit of health actually lasts twice as long as normal. So hmm. 
if you get hit by someone that would insta-kill you, it wouldn't insta-kill you and give you a little bit of health so you can escape. I've wondered about that. There are a lot of times in Uncharted, for instance, where you get that super grayed out thing where you... Like, this would actually fall in line with that, but the thing with Uncharted is that things get in your way. So, like, it's actually just trolling you. Well, it's not a troll. <laughs> it's to make you look better. Well, sure, but, like, with the way that the, the that Uncharted's crushing ends up doing yeah. it, where, like, like, Nate, like, for instance, like, Nadine will just be standing there in your way. Or, oh, like, gosh. if a, uh, what is it, like, uh, there were plenty of times where somebody will just rush in from behind me and grapple me, and I have to mash triangle, you know, to shake them off. And I've been sitting in gray for this whole time, so, like, by the time I finally shake this guy off, and I can finally move again, I get a shot that kills me. Like, just kill me! <laughs> I'm stuck! I'm stuck for literally six seconds getting grappled by this guy and i'm getting yeah, the, fired at just kill the me. worst too is nadine will never come and help you when you're being grappled she no. like there's a time when i get grappled and she i see her literally run right yeah. next to me and not do anything but yes yeah, i remember like, uncharted 4 having that in there like they would actually help you with some stuff yeah yeah but some of the facts were really interesting like um uh alien isolation alien, it, it basically the Alien actually had two different AIs. One where it, well, it didn't know what you were doing, and one that would actually map your controller. That's how it knew exactly which room you were in, but it wouldn't got told that. If you understand. Wow. That. So it, it knew which room you were in, but it wouldn't know where you were. Interesting. It's got Man. two different AIs to, to. So it's not exact, hundred percent exact, but you know, it doesn't go off. Yeah. You know, to a completely different part of the ship. That's cool, uh, to, actually. To me, the the greatest AI to this day is Fear. Of oh, man, do not so, get me started. They actually brought, <laughs> that game, they brought so up some good. facts about Fear 2 in, in this thread as well, about the AI. I can't What's remember that? exactly it was. There's a lot, just, it's like a huge... Because Fear it, it had probably the greatest AI to this day. Of any game yeah. I ever played. Like, those, the, the AI was so good. Like, you couldn't even be mad when you got killed because you're like, damn. Good also, moves. Like, yeah. Have you ever felt yeah. that when you go to shoot, when you got run out, run out of bullets, you seem to magically kill people faster? Is that a thing too? Yep, it's a thing too. When you're on the last few bullets of most games, it actually uh, deals four times the damage. So that way, if you've saved the game before, as you run out of bullets, you're not going to screw yourself over. And this makes me wonder if it's in things like Destiny. Probably. Where it's not just you who deal with it. Yeah. But, oh man, that'd be so terrible if it's in an MMO setting, because the standards <laughs> are different. <laughs> well, in like, Destiny I say, 1... I use MMO loosely, but yeah. Well, in Destiny 1, if you stand around when you run out of ammo, you get your ammo back anyway, because it pulls it in for you. Oh shit. But, like, you're getting tangible ammo, though. Yeah. And you have damage based on... Yeah. Like, they have it broken down to numbers, not just, like, a yeah. bullet to a person's body. But, yeah, a lot of first-person games use those mechanics. So. Interesting. Yeah. I want to find that... I want to find that NeoGAF. Well, it's actually based on a uh, developer talking, uh, you know, asking questions on Twitter. It's just a huge Twitter thread that someone posted over. Yeah, I'll give you a link sometime. But yeah, it was a good little friend. Anyway, sorry, Gary, carry on. I just you talk about AI made me think about it. 
Yeah, no, no, you're fine. I wish every game had AI like Fear, but can't mm. ask for everything. <laughs> that game scared the shit out of me. Oh my god. Oh, fantastic game. Fantastic game. <laughs> Hashtag. Tell us we'll put my pants again. <laughs> ten, for sure. ten on ten. Eleven on ten, definitely would. No choice. For sure, man, for sure. But uh but yeah, so that um like I said yesterday with you guys, uh, I just feel Nadine is not a good character. <laughs> um not trying to be mean or anything like that. Uh I know people will probably attack me and stuff, but like I just don't think to me she's just another villain of the uncharted franchise um that just is exactly the same as all the other ones like i just want power i just want this and the only difference here is she's on your side instead of against you um to me she was better as a villain in four Uh, i thought she was a lot more intriguing in that than she was here Um, i think her personality and her character changed drastically between the two games um and the worst thing for me is, like, she's constantly kicking your ass in four, but yet in this game, she can't take down one guy and she always needs your help. Like, really? It just really bothered me when I when I saw that. Um, but I, I, I really do hope that the future of Uncharted, like, I still want more Uncharted. I, I still love Uncharted. I still like this game a lot. Um Besides my negative points on it, uh, it's still another Uncharted game, and I love that franchise. I just love the feeling of exploring the cities and things like that. I'm very, I, I love almost everything of that nature. Uh, obviously, Indiana Jones. I love National Treasure movies. I don't care how much people hate those movies. I just like those types of mystery type type movies. Um, the the archaeological explorer type. Um, and I do hope. What's up? You'll love the name of the character, the, the guy in uh, Daddy and Light's name. Then <laughs> I'll have to check it out because but... uh, his son asked him what he wants to call his character. And he's like, anyway, he's like, really? He's like, name after a movie character. And then it logs in, and he's now called Indy Jones. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh <laughs> Indy Jones. That's fantastic. <laughs> anyway, carry so on. close to Frenchman. <laughs> so close. Anyway, about but, AI about Nadine getting her ass beat. <laughs> but no, like if if there is more Uncharted, I I'd rather it be uh, different characters, not the two of them, not Chloe and Nadine together, because I personally don't think they mesh very well together. Um, we all knew it should have been Chloe and Sally. <laughs> would have been that would have been just Sully. like. That would have just been like six hours of sexual harassment, I think. No, because Sally would. <laughs> no, it just ended up being a Chloe solo movie because, like, ten percent into it, Sally will be get killed or whatever, and then he'll just appear at the end. Or he just wait in the plane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I know we'll go down there because I'll get murdered. It always happens. I'm staying here. Yep. Yeah, I just, I just feel like bringing in a new character that has no history with any of the other characters didn't really. The dynamic between them just wasn't there. Um, but I, I'm fine with Chloe being the main lead from now on, if that's the direction they want to go with the, the franchise, if there are more. Um, yeah, she's I'm got a good personality with, on her own. Yeah, she's great, but I think she'd work better with any of the other characters. Um, personally, I think even though she's off limits at this point, I think Elena would have been fantastic to have with her. 
Just Why like she the two of them and their history with Drake would be some of the Yeah, I'd love characters. to see that dynamic. I would love it. But why is she off limits? Because she's... Well, cause of, at the end of four, she's pretty much... Her, her and Drake, I'm assuming, are off limits at this point. Like, they're done with those why two Why not characters. just do a little time skip and have Chloe and Drake's daughter? <laughs> and, and who's Chloe's daughter's dad? No, no, Drake's daughter and Chloe. Yeah. Yeah, she's too little. Like, That's what I said, to have a Chloe would skip. have to be the Sully of that franchise. That's what I mean, it made him. Well, I mean, Drake was nine when he was doing shit. Oh, that's true. I mean, it's not out of her wheelhouse at this point. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Drake will be too happy about that. But <laughs> I mean... But I mean, at the end of four, they were pretty much like, oh, here, uh, here are all the things we've done. Yeah. Don't get excited and wanted to do it yourself, no. But here's all the things we did that were exciting and fun to do. Let's let you yeah. smoke the whole pack and see if you like it then. <laughs> that's that's that old, old adage where, like, you force it down their throat and they won't like it anymore, right? Like, yeah. with smoking. Like, if you catch them smoking, you make them smoke that whole box, and then they become <laughs> addicts. Yeah, that's the good way to do it. Yeah. No. Yeah, like, also, like, when they introduced Sam and Four... I automatically assume that he's going to be going as the future character they're going to go with um, after writing Drake off. So I assumed whatever the DLC was going to be was going to be um, either Chloe and Cutter because of the letter she left for, for Drake that she's onto something, which I thought would have been great because I love Cutter and he, yeah, needs, is amazing. he needs more time. And, yeah. Or, you know, how 4 ended when, you know, Spoilers for five seconds. Sam and and Sully together, but yeah, like, we didn't like having that. Sam having Sully with anything though would be so like one sided. Yeah, because <laughs> Sully wins. But, yeah, like, and, and Sully's very much. He's a key instrument with Drake. I don't think he'll really work yeah. too fantastic with any of the other characters, but he does have history with Sam as well. So, but yeah, for me, future wise, um. I'm fine with Chloe, but I'd rather have Nadine as a supporting character rather than a main cast character if if they go anything future-wise. Frankly, frankly, I don't think we'll see any more Uncharted games. I do. I don't think so. Maybe not for a few years. I'll give it like five, six years, and I think they'll bring it back, and I think Nathan Drake will, be, will come back for one more. I don't think so. It's I think just like they'll go to a new IP. They do it with every sort of... They might go to a new IP, but yeah. who knows how long The Last of Us 2 is going to take. Too and Uncharted is just too popular for them to just give up. Yeah, but Jack and Dexter was popular and they gave that up. Not really. Jack and Dexter lost a lot of popularity after the second one came out. True. Because yeah, it was such a huge true. change from the first one. No, and then... I'm still waiting for my Uncarted. <laughs> Uncarted X. <laughs> Don't. That would be awful. <laughs> It would be amazing, and you would love it. I mean, I'd play it. Hey, I totally split screen games on the PS4. I'll come over then, Ben. Yeah. We can order. We can order Chinese. It takes two hours. Yeah, if I order it now, you'll, you'll be you'll be back. You'll be here by the time you get the game. By the time you get your food, yeah, the time for me to order my ticket, pack, wake up tomorrow morning really early, yeah. and then get on the plane for what would that be? Seven hours. Yeah. I mean, and then the commute to your house. It took two hours for me to order one meal, so 
double that for two mils. <laughs> it's just it's a ratio. <laughs> just double it. <laughs> they make one, let it sit, and they make the other one. <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, but yeah, that that's all I played. Okay. That. Well, I you? I played some Smite, and I've been playing Jack and Daxter's. Has it been crashing on you still? Yeah, it still crashes. I can't beat that quest. Uh, the minor. The, uh. Yeah, they haven't patched it since last time I checked, so that's the problem. But yeah. That's so, that's so dumb. You said it has something to do with uh, the... Uh, well, that's a big guess, rates? because um, the first patch didn't have any issues. And the second patch forced the game to run at 60 hertz. And the PS... The TVs back then didn't run at 60 hertz, they run at 50 hertz. So my guess is the European one was designed for 50 hertz. So anytime there's a long cutscene and it's trying to skip along, it's not able to skip along because it's you know it's loading faster than it's loading. If you you could always just uninstall it, not update it. Try that. Would it depends if if my save file is linked to the update. Is it? I don't know because a lot of save files are like that where it's you know this is save file version of 1.25 out of. Well, I know that was a big thing on PS3, but here you think you could just upload it to the cloud just to be safe. Yeah, I guess. But and anyway, then... I've not been able to do it because of that safe issue. Mm. But yeah, I've been enjoying the game so far. But again, this is, patches also cause frame rate issues, which there wasn't before. It's like a patch to break the game. It's amazing. <laughs> That's what you do with patches. And this game is too good right now with yeah. shit in it. So yeah, I've been enjoying Jack and Daxter on the PS4. I've been working on the Platinum Trophy. I'm nearly there, actually. I'm at 55, 58%. Yay! Would that be your fourth? Fourth Platinum. Hmm. Uh, you can watch me Platinum it live on PSU Live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash PSU Live as I stream, as I play it. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's what I've been playing this week. Jack and Daxter Smite and a bit of Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh, and the Planet oh, Undertale as well. Yay. Is that really good? I've been really thinking about it. Yeah, it's an amazing game. I recommend it. And you don't even have to beat the game to get the Platinum. Oh, snap. That's how you start bad habits again, saying words like that, Ben. <laughs> That's how you get me back in the back in the habit. Yeah, you literally just have to go through the story. Oh, and there's one that does take a while to get because it's a grind. Oh, no. um, you, there's a, a doggy shrine. You know, the meme dog. Uh-huh. And you have to donate gold up to 350 gold to it. Oh my god. You want to know the, the, why it's a grind? You can only How much donate, do you get per? You can only donate one gold at a time. You have to press Can you X. at least? Would you like to donate money? Yes, no, yes. You have to donate money. Yes. X, X, X. You've donated so many monies. Please leave and come back. <laughs> oh my god. You've donated 10 gold. Please leave and come back. You've donated 20 gold. Please leave and come back. You've donated 30 gold. Please leave and come back. So you basically do that 35 times. Yeah. That's awful. <laughs> I mean, I can get behind. I, I okay. That that's just 
set me or a habit. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say it this way because I need to rewire myself still. Okay. If I were still in the game, <laughs> I would have been okay with the trophy being something where I could just like go up and have the 350 gold on me and just mash X until win. But yeah. having to go out and go back in, that's just turmoil. <laughs> I like the fact that the Platinum Trophies literally just, because of that, don't you have anything better to do? <laughs> but yeah, the trophies are like, don't worry, I have a lot of ideas for trophy. get one item. Get two items, like getting items. Or get more items for free. Tra- for free. Or help me, I'm out of ideas, get four items. There it is. <laughs> whoever's behind that, whoever's behind that choice Fox. is earning the money. Yeah. I recommend Untale is... The amazing RPG and it is a lot of fun. Um, but if you do get go for platinum, I warn you now: the last tro- few trophies just take forever. Uh, so that's what I've been playing. We should go straight to the predictions round, and it looks like we've got some wieners this week. Some really official wieners. Uh, we had. <laughs> Two games last week, Everybody's Golf and Absolver. Uh, the scores were Neil, 80 points, Tim, 74 points, Gary, 82 points, and the magnificent and completely correct, obviously, right number is Ben at 100. I'm taking the <laughs> piss here. Uh, Everybody's Golf scored 78 points on the meta of critics. What game is this? Everybody's Golf. Okay. It's got 70 of 8 on the Metacritic. And, of course, that means Neil is the closest at 80 points. So that means he wins a point because of that's how this game would work. Otherwise, it would make no sense. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, you and I were, like, Very outside. Close. We were both off by four. Yeah. Neil was I off think- by twos. I think Neil is just cheating. I think he changes his score after he's <laughs> I feel like he finds a way to look into the future. <laughs> Absolver. Neil, 73 points. Tim, 66 points. Gary, 68 points. Ben, who hates this video game, 53 points. <laughs> and the winner is, if I'm right with Tim, but I'll just double check. Tim, at 66 points, you win two whole points. Correct guesses. Because mm. of the yeah. test of guests. That means the scores are now Alfonso 2, Mike 2.5, Tim 5, Ben scored 5s, Gary at <laughs> 8, and Neil at 14.5 point two point quarter. And a digit. <laughs> and a digit. <laughs> So Neil is still in the lead, uh, but Tim, as you're the one that won this week, really, because you won two compared to his one. I'll let you do the outro because he's not even here anyway, so that, that's, this is just a redundant sentence. Um, nice. <laughs> so I want to know, I heard, I thought about which game is coming out this week, and I wondered, man, I think there's a big game coming out this week, and I realised, yes, Destiny 2 is out this week. So I would like you guys to tell me what you think Destiny 2 would get on the Metacritic of the Criticals. Uh, Tim, as you won. Man. Oh man, this is tough. Um, 
I know that the original Destiny got 70-ish, I think. Um, I think this one could either dive or take, like, the the whole, like, blind industry route where everyone's just like, oh my god, much better, 9 on 10. Um, sure. Uh, I think I'm going to go with... I'm liking 77. Uh, Gary, what do you think Destiny 2 will get? 74. And I'm going to go with 90. (laughs) (laughs) In Ben's mind, (laughs) in Ben's automatic role life, mind. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, Destiny 2 gets a 90 for me. And I think we'll end the podcast here because eventually it has to end. Otherwise, I mean, how would we do next week's podcast? Because it would still be this week's. Technically, yeah. It would be. <laughs> that got meta, man. Wow. <laughs> um, so, Tim, as you're the winner, the wiener, what, what, how would you end I'm the, the wiener. How would you tip I... the end of this show with? I would, I would, I would whip out my. Uh... Whip out those quotes. <laughs> no, uh, my Dead Rising Four big package. <laughs> awful, awful game. Uh, I would say, well, it's been it's been a great time actually. Uh, we've missed Neil, but we loved our conversation as always. Uh, you guys have shoutouts? Anybody? Nobody. Uh, a shout out to Phoenix Down Radio Kid Class at Night Brigade. Shout out to twitch.tv slash mail, aka your girlfriend trip streamer. Uh, shout out to everyone listening and putting up for me as a host for a week, you crazy fools. <laughs> You're Sess. Shut your butt. Gary, you have anybody? Everybody? Uh, just same old, same old. The listeners, mostly. And you guys, of course. <laughs> uh, we, we should make shouts. Uh, bring the cake. Oh, I'll bring the cake off. <laughs> oh. With my secret controllers, too. Ah, yes! The naughty <laughs> controllers. Yes. Let me see your vibrating. <laughs> I'll make sure they have vibration function activated at full speed. <laughs> Please. Though, so, I, I mean, if we got them, it'd, be, it'd probably be our luck this week if we got the ones that were, you know, just the <laughs> original PS3 launch ones that didn't have anything except for the... Then you could leave the light on. Yeah, I'm gonna leave the light on for you. <laughs> because uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, my shoutouts, I guess you, you guys because much Yay. love, Neil because much miss. We miss you, Neil. Come sort our uh, craziness. We need someone sane to sort of balance the, the I mean, triforce of crazy. I'm <laughs> this, this triforce of crazy. Back to Nintendo. <laughs> uh, to our listeners, much appreciate. And to Alphonse, much you're coming back next week. I can't think of anything. He's coming back next week, so I'm super excited for that. Uh, here to see you next week. Uh, but on that note, it's been a good time once again. In the immortal words of Neil Clive Anderson Bolt, Teddy Bye.